calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Buffy and Frodo were in the Hogwarts library late into the night, prepping for the final trek into Mordor. Liz, I have to stop you. Why? Because this already sounds like the greatest story of all time. World Stealers! <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to... World Stealers! The show where we take different worlds that we really, really love and do the voices in them poorly mm. to tell a story. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So poorly. Yeah. We're so sorry. Sorry. If you're a dialect coach, we apologize. But also, come help us. But also, like, fuck off. It's fun. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> Each week, we mm-hmm. pick a fandom. And each week, we pick a genre. And then we go home to our separate little homes, and we write, and we record our frustrations and our thoughts and the writing process, and then we come back together into this room, and we read it to each other and all of you, and we do a lot of silly voices and some terrible accents, and we hope that you forgive us for all of that. Yeah. It's really wonderful. It is. Mm. People love it. People love it. <laughs> Are you ready to get into a world today? Oh, I'm so excited to get into a world where there's no copyright infringement for me watching it online. Are you ready to put on your pants where you where you travel into, I don't know, I was in my head, it was like a whole spacesuit going to a new world Ooh, situation. I was. I thought you were going to like a sisterhood of the traveling pants place and I was like, that. Oh, wow. Like we both wear pants when we go into different worlds. But I mean, obviously, we both wear pants. We wear the same pants. <laughs> we wear the same we, like, pants. Switch off. Well, it's like since we're doing like you know, you do a Little Mermaid one week, I do it the next. Like, right? We each wear we wear the pants depending on the, on the week. Yeah. Right. 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 The right. other one wears no pants. Just to be clear, one of us is always pantsless. Well, it's hot in the studio. It it's probably is. the best yeah. to not wear pants. Gotta go pantsless. I I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes when I'm in here, I don't wear pants. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So let's decide. We have a couple things left. We have a couple franchises that we haven't chosen yet. Liz, would you do the honor? and pick this week's episode. I would World. love to. Dun, 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 dun. This looks like a good one, guys. We're going to go into some true blood this Whoa. week. Here we go. I love it. Oh, okay, so I'm going to pick what kind we're writing and we're going to do... Oops. Whoa there. 
a crossover. Oh, crossovers are fun. Which basically just means we can pick another world yeah. to crossover with. So mm-hmm. we could do, it's True Blood, so we could do like Buffy. We're not going to do Twilight. Neither one of us would do no, that. No, I just, I, I just haven't read them. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't if I tried. Oh, we could do the, Um. Uh, I was just thinking, what's that fucking franchise with Kate Beckinsale? Oh, uh, Under Underworld? Is that it? Yeah, the underworld with the yeah, yeah. werewolves and vampires. Oh oh I'm not gonna God. lie, I love those movies. I do too. That's why I was I, laughing at myself. Like, non-ironically, love those movies. Kate Beckinsale looks great in pleather. She, oh, I mean, she looks amazing. Do you have any like immediate ideas for crossovers that you would want to see in the True Blood world? Ah, that's a good. So it's hard with True Blood because there is so much. I mean, you've got werewolves, you've got vampires, you have like fae, shapeshifters, yeah, um, like you have witches, yeah, witches, and then you have demons, like, and almost like a like a zombie witchcraft. Oh yeah, that's right. For parts of it, um, that's right. I'm so glad I've seen this whole show because there's so much to pull me off. Too. Of. Okay. So, See, part of me feels like not going into another fantasy world, but instead going into like, um, you know, like friends or something like that. That was sort of my impulse too. It's like at least not to do another vampire thing. Right. But to do another. Because uh, then you have to explain like why all the vampire rules are different. Yeah. And so now I'm trying to think of like what TV show I really love that I've seen all of that I could cross over together. True Detective. Wait. Get ready for this. Okay. So I've been watching a lot of Pitbulls and Parolees, which is in New Orleans. Now um, that's a reality show. Excellent. <laughs> Go on. Um, I feel like reality shows create their own like fan I verses. Think, I think, yep, I think I'm going to do a crossover of I True Blood and Pitbulls and Parolees. Really like that idea. Amazing. Oh, man, I feel very caught off guard with this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's such a dumb idea. That's why I like it no, it's so, so much. Good. And I've also been watching it a lot. Um, okay, so saying True Detective out loud made me think of like doing some sort of cop show crossover. <gasps> Ooh, I and I'm like, what that. cop shows take what place in the South? Place. But so, it doesn't have to. It just has to be in the True Blood universe. It doesn't, but I kind of want to do like a whole like CSI Miami situation, but but with True Blood, but with True Blood. Oh, I love it. Oh, a procedural. Oh, that's yeah. sexy. With True murder. Blood procedural. Oh, I love it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds really good. These are both excellent ideas. I don't know how I'm gonna make this work, but I'm gonna. <laughs> me neither. Let me tell you. Me neither, because I have to write about real people, and that's awkward. Uh, yeah, that's hard. But they're not real because they're it's reality. Yeah, they're they're. This is, gives me. An amazing excuse to watch a bunch of CSI Miami. Uh, yeah. And also a bunch of True Blood. Yeah. I mean, I'm already watching Pitbulls and Paroli, so we'll go back. Perfect. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. There's going to be so many giggles for this one. Yes. And we couldn't possibly be feminist. No. Because it really is not applicable. No. <laughs> There's just no way to do it. Okay. I'm really excited. So I'll see you next time for this for this round. Hi, Liz. Hi, Kate. Uh, how are you? I'm great. How are you? How was your writing experience this time around for our True Blood fan fiction series? It was good. It was, I feel like I picked a crossover where both worlds had sort of a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And I may have actually ended up pulling more from CSI Miami than I ended up pulling from True Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really fun. I got to watch a lot of David Caruso. Um, oh, okay. I was actually worried. 
Is going that in. LA or not it's, LA? Is that Miami? It's Miami. The the redhead. The redheaded yeah. guy. Okay, okay. So he famously does does these like one liners right yes. at the end of the cold open before they go into the uh, the Who song. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, and I was a little worried writing this because I was like, what if I can't come up with clever puns? What? And then I watched them and I was like, oh, they're not clever puns. <laughs> they're not even puns. They're just it's like just him announcing things basically. Sometimes, sometimes they're like kind of jokes but they're not actually funny it'll okay. be stuff like um it's just like so it'll be like oh well i guess he was trying to make an escape and it'll be like or maybe someone took him for a ride <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that's not a i don't know what they're supposed to be but there are youtube compilations that are like eight minutes of David Caruso one-liners, oh which you can God. only really watch two minutes of before you go those. insane. I really want to watch those. Did you watch those at home? I did, yeah. You don't spend $1,000 on clothes that you're never going to wear. So now I'm just watching compilations of David Caruso's, like, slash Horatio Cain's one-liners, which is just... Uh, now I'm starting to like this show. We're sent to destroy it. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> lots of fan boats through the Everglades. Yeah. Lots, it mm-hmm. seems like their jurisdiction extends outside of Miami proper because... Miami's huge. Miami-Dade. Okay. So maybe it's the whole county. Maybe. That would make more sense. Well, there were 10 seasons of CSI Miami. Okay. You didn't watch all so of it. So I didn't it. watch all didn't, of it. Okay. I, you know, <laughs> as much as I would have liked to, I had to like eat and would, sleep. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Not that much time has gone by. You're like roughly the same age. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you get sucked into like a fairy kingdom and you come out 10 years older and you're like, where did it go? <laughs> that happens in True Blood. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> cool. Well, what did you record at home? What did you end up like thinking like this is definitely what needs to be heard? Oh, I also did my research. So the uh, the True Blood character I chose to focus on was Pam. Pamela Swinford de Beaufort. She's a um, Pam. <gasps> Oh she's like Eric's God, number two. Pam, I love Pam. She's just the best with her pink outfits and her I high heels. I love Pam. She's so powerful. I yeah. love her. She's great. Great choice. Um, so I did sort of a lot of background research on her. So I just want to say that Pam is a feminist hero. She was born the daughter of a wealthy businessman, but got bored. And so she just went on to run her own brothel. Uh, and once she turned into a vampire, she now co-runs... Fantasia. So she's just a badass small businesswoman. Your guy and my guy can go to a motel and have a circle jerk for all I care. I'll be in hell having a three-way with the devil. I want to do bad things with you. Um, she's just kind of a general badass. And nice. I, like, I always liked her because she just, I, I don't know exactly in True Blood like what the process, I know in like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like the process of becoming a vampire is that you lose your soul. And I don't think that that's. Oh, they explain it in True Blood. Do you want to know? Because I've I seen this show do. so many times. I've seen it twice through all the way, but I don't remember this part. Um, It's basically like you drain them of blood. Mm-hmm. So you drain your, vic- your you if you want to turn someone, you drain them of their blood almost to the point of death and then you give them your blood your sure. juice or whatever which is and then pretty you common bury them and you sleep with them but what happens in terms of like they're not 
they're like a more monstrous version of themselves, right? It's not it's the, the Buffy lore is that a demon sets up shop in your former body and you're not oh. really who you it's like you, no, but not I you. Think they like they're like roughly representing like the biology of it. Like it's still mystical and magical because there's lots right. of magical shit in true blood, but it's like more like that something happens to your biology because of the blood. Okay. Of the va- it's all about the blood of the vampire. I feel like one of the reasons I loved Pam in the show was that of all of the characters, she was the least like fraught with feelings. Yeah, she was the least human. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I really like. I feel like she just sort of embraced vampirism and was like, I do not give a fuck about anything, but yeah. like making money at Fantasia and like making I care money, about Eric. Dressing myself. But like I'm just this badass who wants to have um, fun and eat people and like. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this is who I am. She's living the life. She's like, just, the go- she's like she's like the lady gaga lady. of uh, vampirism. Mm-hmm. So, what is your fan fiction fiction called? Did you name it? You don't have a habit of naming things. I don't, and I meant to this week, and I forgot to. Okay, okay. Um, I should have come up with like a very CSI Miami name. Hmm. What are the name of the episodes in CSI Miami? Do they have names? They're like sort of innocuous names. Yeah, I'm looking at the list of of, uh, episode names here and it's stuff like Just One Kiss and Ashes to Ashes and Broken. They're not really great episode names. They don't mean anything. Um, Losing Face. I wonder. So I only watched the beginning of that episode, Uh but it was a uh, in the very beginning. This guy had like a bomb around his neck. And they tried to disarm it, and it blew his face off. And I wonder if that's what sure. It that's kind of a double entendre. Yeah, so a maybe bit. like like breathless is about someone who's suffocated, right? Yeah, and like uh, camp fear is a, is about a, a sleepaway camp <laughs> of murder. Of murder. Yeah, that's what I would guess. Okay, cool. So um, if you were gonna come up with a really bad double entendre name about maybe. the way someone dies in your story, what would it be? Well, okay, so it's two of the victims, as we'll find out, have been drained by a vampire, so there won't be blood. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Sure. Thank sure. you. There Thank is, you. But there is not blood. There is not blood. <laughs> well, maybe she got taken for a ride. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. So, okay, so I'm ready for your story. Yeah, so I would like to just pre-apologize for both my Pam accent and my David Crusoe impression. Okay. Um, I'm really excited. We're I'm both. sorry, and you're welcome. I'm really excited. The fanboat word as it moved slowly down the swampy excuse for a river towards where, Pam had been assured, the cabin in question lay. It was a hot, sticky South Florida night, but no stickier than she was used to in Louisiana. And besides, Pam didn't much mind the heat. It wasn't exactly as if she were warm-blooded. She looked with a mild interest at an alligator drifting by in the opposite direction, eyes barely visible above the water. An admirable predator, though she herself didn't go much for camouflage. She shifted impatiently, causing the driver of the boat to glance up nervously. She rolled her eyes. She wasn't going to eat him. She needed him to drive her back. Humans were so illogical. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a really good. This is a really good portrayal of Pam. Like I, I'm imagining her in a pink dress on a fan boat. There she is. Oh, love her. She's in my brain. Maybe some pink, like Gucci platforms. Oh, fuck, of course, Gucci or Lebutons with like the mm-hmm. red on the bottom. And she's thinking about like if I have to impale someone with these, I'll be really mad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As she pulled up to the dock outside the cabin, more of a shack, really. Pam thought with disinterested contempt. She was surprised to see it full of activity. A silver Hummer, tacky and impractical, was just visible parked around the backside of the house, and Pam could hear orders being given by a man while several others, men and women, scurried to carry them out. Pam sighed. This all would have been easier if she could have caught them sleeping, but such was life. She had never shied away from the direct approach. So just to break for a second, I want to point out... What is her plan right now? Um, Sorry, listening. Well, I I mostly just want to say that David Crusoe drives a giant silver Hummer in yeah. CSI Miami, mm-hmm. oh, and that's I've seen it. Yeah, so perfect for what that show is. <laughs> I just I feel like that really embodies what I think of as Miami. I culture. was just in Miami, and yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> big silver Hummer for no reason is exactly what Miami yeah. is. Yeah, it's just like when I see I, I've seen Hummers around New York, and like why? why? Yeah. <laughs> All right. She told the boat driver to wait for her, and in a blur of movement barely visible to the naked eye, she was around the cabin and holding the man in charge by the throat. He stayed surprisingly calm, surveying her coolly as his colleagues drew weapons. Pam made a small, irritated noise in the back of her throat. These people were clearly law enforcement of some sort. This was not her night. All right, everyone, put your weapons down. I've got him by the throat, and I'm not going to hurt him until I figure out what in the hell is going on here. A solid accent. Thank you. Solid. You're doing very well. Thank you. I think Pam's accent is actually a little more refined than that. But no, she's got a little bit of a, like a, a down home. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. A little bit. She's got a little Dolly Parton in her. All right. The man nodded slightly, and the other four, two women and two men, lowered their weapons. Pam dropped the leader to his feet, and he smoothed his ruffled ginger hair as he looked at her. <gasps> He's here. Here he is. <laughs> Horatio Kane, CSI. May I ask what you're doing at my crime scene? That's right out of the show. That line is right out of the show. Okay. Also, who names their protagonist Horatio Kane? Horatio Kane. Horatio Kane. Horatio Kane. <laughs> Pamela Swinford de Beaufort. I came here with every intention of turning this into a crime scene. It appears someone beat me to it. You're a vampire. Obviously. One of the humans I was told would be at this address stole from my place of business. I came to mete out justice. That's very old school. But then, your people do live a long time. Who was this person? His name was Brad... something or other. I don't know, it doesn't matter. He was a bartender at Fantasia, the vampire bar up near Shreveport. Turns out he was using that connection to illegally obtain and sell vampire blood. V, I believe they're calling it on the streets... When he got wind that we knew, he fled here. I guess he thought he could hide out in the Everglades and deal in Miami. You all have quite a market for that sort of thing. Fantasia is a brilliant name. I love how Horatio Kane didn't listen to a fucking word she just said, except for that. He found the pun. That's very... (laughs) And he liked it. And he loved it. Yes, it's the height of sophisticated humor. So, this is a case of blood being stolen from a vampire. Horatio looked into the distance as he whipped out a pair of shades from his shirt pocket and put them on. Pam looked around for someone to react, but his underlings appeared to be used to this sort of thing. She paused, but he didn't seem inclined to break free of his reverie. 
<laughs> Mr. Kane, can you tell me what's happened here? Horatio seemed startled. He turned to face her. Oh, well, um, yes. It appears as if there have been several murders. Uh, one man we've identified as your Brad. His last name is Newman, by the way. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Are you... <laughs> Did he just have his moment, his one-liner? Yes. And she like ignored <laughs> she, it. It was, was like, it was like, oh, why is he putting his sunglasses on? This doesn't make any sense. We're She's ha- gonna directly ask him in a minute. A yeah. Oh, okay. I'm so excited. It's also night. Okay. Oh, it's night <laughs> Oh well. Um. Yes. It appears as if there have been several murders. One man we've identified as your Brad. His last name is Newman, by the way. I really don't care. And can you take those ridiculous sunglasses off? It's two in the morning. <laughs> oh, yes, sorry. Force of habit. See, I, uh, I make a good one-liner and... Never mind. Horatio tucked the sunglasses back into his pocket. As he did so, his colleagues, as if freed from some sort of spell, went back to bagging evidence <laughs> and carrying samples and coolers to the Hummer. <laughs> so in my mind, whenever he does that, they all, like, freeze frame. <laughs> they all freeze frame. Oh, my God, I love it. Anyway, one of the bodies is Brad Newman. The other two are local V-dealers, low-level thugs as far as we can tell. The odd part is the blood. Brad was shot in the head, execution style, most likely by one of the other two dealers. The blood spatter is consistent with the shooting. The other two, though, have been totally drained. Appears to be the work of one of yours. So, no blood from either of those two at all. But here's the odd thing. There's more blood, buckets of it, and tissue, too, that doesn't seem to be connected to either of the bodies. What do you make of that, Ms. de Beaufort? Pam sighed, a deep, pained sigh. All she had wanted was to come down here, kill Brad What's-His-Face, get a good day's rest, and head back to Fantasia. That plan appeared to be right out. That'll be a vampire. That's what happens when we die. We sort of dissolve and explode simultaneously. It's quite revolting, actually. I never intend to let it happen to me. So, there's more to this than meets the eye. Luckily, we have all the witnesses we could ever want. You have witnesses? And what in the hell are you talking to me for? The evidence, Mr. Beaufort. The evidence will tell us this whole story. It never fails to talk. He is a one-liner factory. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he also like has a repetitive uh, thing about like the evidence speaking to him. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Pam stared at Horatio, mouth momentarily agape. This was the stupidest man she'd ever met. And now she was involved with all this. Better get in touch with Eric. He'd know the sheriff of this territory. This ginger moron wasn't going to be any help. Right. Well, here's my number. I suppose I'll have to stay in town until we figure this out. If there are vampires involved, this is bigger than I had originally thought. I'll be in touch, Mr. Beaufort. And by the way, have you ever worked a case before? I most certainly have not. Well, this will be a great one to cut your teeth on. Yeah! <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, what happens? You know, because you didn't finish the story. I didn't finish the story. We I have don't... a cold open. I know. A vampire was killed, and then the humans were killed. What happened? Uh, I I don't know that I know yet. What's so, our red herring? Because that's always a thing in these shows. That's true. Right? There's yeah. like halfway through the show, you have like, we've got him. We've got the guy. It's this guy, obviously, because of the murder weapon. And then they're like, no, but look at the markings. It could have been him. Could have been him. Who is it? And it's like the mom who like called the police in the first place. Yeah. So I, I, what I was thinking for Red Herring was that it was going to start to look like a conspiracy like that. Because, you know, they have like 
kings of states basically is like the vampire there's like the yeah, queen yeah, of Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I was thinking yeah. it was gonna start to look like a conspiracy that like it went all the way up to the king of Florida. Um, <laughs> the king of Florida. <laughs> just like oh, oh the king of Florida. What's he like? I'll bet because vampires are so okay, we're getting deep into this fandom, but I'll bet because vampires are so old that it's not like it is the king of Florida, but he's like a Spanish king. Yeah. He's like the He's like a conquistador style. He's the Reynor, right? Yeah. What's Rain? He's like um, he's like uh <laughs> Juan Garcia Juarez, blah 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 blah. <laughs> El, you know, Conqueror Dale, blah blah blah. The king of Florida. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe this is something that I will just slowly finish and post to our fanfic site Ooh. as like chapter. Maybe this will just be chapter we one of a long fanfic. We can always come back to popular stories. True. I think we should. We should come back and like do what happens next. Yeah, so if the people cry out for it, it I will, will finish this will mystery. Finish. <laughs> I loved this. It was funny. It was like, it was very, like, because the last two that you've done have been kind of like heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really it was fun to I write a dumb it. one, especially when you know that you're going in with a Horatio Kane character. There's <laughs> there's no way to make that serious. Like it, it's a conceptually serious show mm-hmm. that is just silly all the way through because it's so I also dumb. like I also love like um a character who comes in and like dismantles all the ridiculousness that's been established in like a world. This was fun. This was very, very fun. Oh, thank I you. enjoyed it. I've enjoyed everything you've written. Oh, I've enjoyed everything. They, they get really mm, they're really, really fun. I'm glad we're doing this. Me too. What, are we, what, what a love is, fest this is. What a love fest. <laughs> we love each other. Thanks for listening to our stories once again that we're basically writing for each other, but why not? You're enjoying it too. Don't lie. Don't pretend. Don't be over there like, no, I didn't like that. Didn't you like liked you loved it. that. You, you loved that. Take it. You, you love loved us. that. You love um, us. You can follow what we're doing at morebanana.com or if you go on your social medias, which we all have, don't lie, it's at underscore morebanana. That's the production. That's the network. That's the network that'll be hosting this podcast. And I'm excited to read you my True Blood story in the next episode because it's also super not related to True Blood and more about a procedural TV show as well. Perfect. We kind of both went for that and I like it. Okay, well we'll see you next time on Next time on World Stealer. Stealer.